0: How are you, mate? Berkey, sound more excited. Fuck, what's going on?
1: <laughs> I'm good, mate.
0: <laughs> hey, mate. It's, you're on with uh, Nick and Cam. here, again. Good. How are you guys? Good. Bloody outstanding. Even better talking about Halloween, mate. Um, I know. You're what bringing a fantastic in fantastic time the year, isn't it? It's like almost as good as Christmas, but scarier. I don't know. The kid, <laughs> yeah. the kids are just like always on a sugar high. It's fucking sucked. That's anyway, right. What are your thoughts on yeah. Halloween? Made
1: my thoughts are with my kids. Is it's all about me because it's actually my
0: birthday, so they can get fucked. Oh. Oh, awesome!
2: <laughs> <laughs> so they're stealing the limelight from you.
0: Yeah. Do you know what yep. you need Have to do? Week. Yeah. On uh, on last week's episode, we spoke about a uh, a little hack that Dave brought in that a dad sat in his garage and watched the trick or treaters come to and fro, sitting in there drinking beers and sending beers out to the dads.
1: I thought I heard that one. Yep. Gave him, a, and I think he tried to do it a couple of times, didn't he? Yeah. Round about, and he caught on on, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so
0: you got to watch out for Dave because uh, <laughs> if, if he's around that that yeah, multiple area, round, <laughs> multiple trips, <laughs> multiple trips, yeah, mate. multiple costumes. <laughs> yes.
2: awesome, mate. Yeah, Thanks for
0: Halloween. that. <laughs> no dramas. Have a good one, mate. Have
2: a happy birthday. Have a later. great birthday, mate, <laughs>
0: and stay safe this bushfire season. You too, mate. See, See you G'day, g'day and welcome back to the Shit Dad Podcast where we change you from lad to quintessential Aussie dad while sharing our fatherhood wins along the way. I'm Nick. I'm Dave. And I'm Cam. And we thank you once again for taking time out of your busy weeks to listen to our fatherhood stories and share your own. How are we going boys? Episode 111. Ooh. Ooh. Triple one. Feels a little uh,
2: close to Halloween-y. You know, oh. six 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 one
0: one one. Oh yeah, okay, yeah. Funny you say that. We we do talk a bit about Halloween tonight, don't we? A little bit. Yeah, cool. Well, let's uh, let's kick it off with a bit of housekeeping. Um, don't forget, wherever you're listening to your podcast, throw in a little five star rating and a one word review uh, to really confuse our potential listeners.
2: We've seen the, uh, those ratings jump up too on Spotify in particular, so it's, it's actually working. Love it. Um, hit us up on the socials if you want to get in touch around any episode topics or uh, send us a question or just tell us how awesome we are. Um, shitdadpod at gmail.com or at, shit, at shitdadpod on Instagram is probably one of the best ways to get in touch. Um, share some funny uh, images or stories or even just your shitdad moment of the
0: week. I'd rather them tell us how shit we are. Like, <laughs> like, that's, you get in in touch with the yeah. show just to yeah. say oh, I hate the show. You guys shit. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but if you're doing that, you have to bring a, a shit dad story yeah, as well. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. have to.
1: We'll, and we'll read it out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, don't forget, we still got a couple. Not sure how many shit dad merch packs for 30 bucks there. Don't forget shirt, stubby cooler, and the bumper sticker. Nice. Ship it out to you too, guys. Mm.
0: And don't forget to support the guys who support us. Nike hammocks. Use the code DadPod for 10% off and free shipping Australia wide set yourself up for summer with one of these beauties get your family uh, into one of those ASAP my whole family fits in it not super comfortably uh, with the the wife as well but I can fit me and three kids in quite comfortably don't get out though if you're in with the kids because they turn into a massive swing and the other week one of mine flew straight out of it (laughs) 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 Like she she flew onto the grass not the concrete set
2: it up over grass (laughs) That'd be great for uh, as we're coming into summer. Taking it with you when you go camping and oh, a few yeah. different spots.
0: There, uh, find a couple of trees and away oh, yeah. you go. That's all you need. Two trees. Comes with the um, the tree protectors that wrap around the trees oh, and you yeah. clip onto them. That's yeah, awesome. Oh, that's cool. cool. You Just need
1: the um, what a mozzie net. You don't even need a
0: tent. Just no, bring that's that away. Right. Yep, you can get it. The, they come with a, a mozzie net as well. Oh, do they? Yep. There you go. You so just... you can get a hammock and a mozzie net. Um, they've also got sand-free towels now. Um, oh, can yeah. confirm, bought one. Brilliant. No, um, it's not even a plug. Don't even, like I don't care if you, do, you buy one or not. I've got one and they are fucking awesome. Yeah, <laughs> they, <are>. they work. <laughs> that was so good. Yeah, I did it with dirt. I, like I just put a heap of dirt on it and then I just picked it up and flicked it off. Not even a mark. Really? Freaking unreal. So that's cool. So yeah, they got the, those things. They got something else as well. Oh, the big picnic rugs. Nike picnic rugs. Oh, They're huge and essential for
2: kids as well.
0: Hundred percent. So they're massive, and they got really cool patterns on them. So I got one of them. <laughs> I'll get one of those because our <laughs> latest—we've got
2: one of those giant, giant ones that yep. you know folds up with the little Velcro pouch yes, and things yep. like that. But I don't know. Like, it's got that many like food stains and yeah. vomits on it. It just absolutely stinks, and yep. you can't put it in the
0: washing machine. No, so.
2: you can never wash it. Gonna have to bin it. <laughs> <laughs> just upgrade.
0: Yeah,
1: just upgrade. <laughs>
0: Awesome, guys. Well, that breaks up the housekeeping. But now I reckon we uh, kick into the episode with a bit of what Cam's got. How you going? What's up? What do you got? I fucked that up completely. <laughs> 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 so, I come here for like... <laughs> uh, like, uh, <laughs> like
1: Pretty much three things, guys. Okay, you're two of them, and the other one is to listen to our jingles. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I know, I missed them as well. Fine. Speaking of jingles, here's the tune. <laughs> the tune, Vince. <laughs> <Bent. laughs> <laughs> Yarn. Convo. Chinwag. Chat. Shoot the breeze. A heart to heart. Spilling the tea. Dad discussion. There you go, Dave. Happy. Happier. (laughs) (laughs) I know it's hard to please. I'm still this. Oh, look, I just,
1: I know, I'm hoping there's like one or two more later on. I don't know. Yeah, well, I reckon we'll punch a couple out.
0: Yeah, good. Uh, Guys, I saw a social media post this week that was very worrying to me. Um, I thought I'd share it with you guys and the listeners and I thought it would be a great idea for us to sort of deep dive Mm. and sort of compare our experiences to it. It is a, a tough one because none of us have experienced uh, divorce. Thankfully, and touch wood that it doesn't happen. But um, I think just the approach to his response to uh, to divorce has just been a bit worrying. I think in that particular Facebook page, uh, that man's got a, a number of people supporting him. So, but I, I just think it's it's important for um, the new generation of dads to. Move away from that sort of thinking. I, mm. I feel, uh, but yeah, we'll we'll deep dive into it. Um, if anyone is um, sort of doesn't agree with us, that's fine. We like we can't please everyone, and we'd love it if you messaged us and mm. uh, and told us your thoughts as well. Uh, but these are completely our thoughts on uh, the post itself and how we approach. Uh, marriage and fatherhood as well so don't take it as gospel um, we'd love to hear from you as well but uh, I saw it on a, another social media page this week uh, and it really worried me because uh, that it's still a way of thinking in the older generation of dads and married blokes and I, th- I think it's because it's 2023 and a lot's changed in the last 20 years I think that's sort of way of thinking needs to be not discouraged but um, you can't be surprised when things happen and you're not yeah, making the effort, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, we're gonna read the whole post. Yeah, I think so. Uh, are you gonna you gonna section it out? I reckon we section it out. Yep. Straight up, mm-hmm. uh, and then we can sort of split in and and talk about it because there's That's a <laughs> there's a number of areas where like almost every sentence where we can talk about. Of course, we could. What happens with it? Um, it just seems like this is the epitome of the way men used to think. Yeah. Um, and mm-hmm. I'd be interested to hear how we think now. And how it differs. All right, so uh, the first sentence, I've realised why most men emotionally crash after divorce. I re- I wanted to kick this off by saying whenever anyone starts a social media post with I've realised, it's, it's about to be backed up with almost zero st- statistics or fact. Am I
2: right or wrong? Here's my perspective that is gospel.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Here's a knowledge bomb and I've got nothing to back it up.
1: I, I'm still just baffled by that first sentence like straight away like what I realized why most men emotionally crash after
0: divorce do what, most men
1: well how about the simple fact of like isn't it a pretty fucking emotional thing to go through
0: yeah like, totally
1: so yeah you're gonna crash
0: I think the I women mean, women would be on during, in the same page before too. during and after probably yeah. Yeah.
1: oh of course you would. <laughs> I mean isn't it like don't you have emotional <laughs> crashes during marriage yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, oh, fucking, I know I have
0: Oh, so mate, anyway. Totally yeah, agree with I you agree, there,
1: Dave. Yeah, the, I do agree that um, I can't wait to hear these stats.
0: And Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yep. I, I, tried to, <laughs> I tried to find some, couldn't. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I think he's very emotionally charged when he made the post and yep. um, yeah, I think without statistics it's pretty fair to say most people would really struggle with divorce. Yep. Uh, then he goes on to say, we're raised to be stoic, not show emotions and go... Out and be the providers with uh, in a harsh world, so we push our emotions and feelings down deep. Mm -hmm. I think there's almost 50 to 60 episodes of the Shit Dad podcast uh, that strongly, strongly disagree with uh, that's a couple of those statements. Yeah, yeah. Um, and
2: it's hard to know. You know, once again. How old this person is, yeah, or where right. they're from, you know, in in the country. Obviously, all all different, you know, perspectives as well. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, it seems like a more traditional approach to like the role of the man, man or the the husband. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If
0: I didn't know anything about this bloke, which I don't, I would reading this status. I would say he's the older generation. Mm. Yeah. Um, I think I think this generation sort of sort of started seeing the value in. Um, adapting a few different parenting styles not just the stoic and and um, authoritarian style um, this sort of showing more sort of showing and encouraging uh, the expression of emotions and redefining masculinity and uh, and sharing the stresses of providing with their partners like it's not just a I'm going to work I'm gonna mm. be the provider um, you stay at home with the kids it's not that anymore it hasn't been for years so it's' um, it's not something that is normal anymore. <laughs> oh, oh, and even like
2: <laughs> remember back in the day, <laughs> when we were growing up, they called uh, they called it a snag, a sensitive new age guy. And this was, oh, yeah. Know, <laughs> yeah, this was like in the early two thousands. <laughs> oh, I remember, wow. as in like a man showing emotions was this snag, and it was such a we're talking about yeah over twenty years ago now. Yeah, so wow. like that that statement around you know pushing emotions away and all, not showing them obviously seems
0: quite dated. I mean, you don't have to cry your eyes out every day to show emotions. Like, showing emotions is coming home from a hard day of work going, babe, what a shock. It's mm, AA.
1: Exactly. Just talking. Yeah. That's emotion.
0: And, like, even to the point of saying, can I have 10 minutes just to yeah. unwind uh, when you get in the door?
1: Massively. I, I like, look at it as, like, we're raised to be stuck. Well, some people are. Some people naturally become stuck. Like, if that's what it is, if that's what mm-hmm. they the person. But to not show emotions, like, I, I think that in itself... Not just in a relationship, in in like as in a you know, husband wife partner whatever it is, but for your kids to not show emotions. Yeah, I was just, yeah I was just well, about, about to say just, like you know what I mean like it's just that that like we talk about our our fathers yeah. and what their fathers would have been like and you know and then you know think about
0: those fathers. Mm.
1: Well, yeah, but I mean,
0: kids are a direct reflection of their dads. Oh, of course they are, and for the most part, aren't they? So yeah. Yeah. if you're not showing emotions, don't expect your kids to.
1: No, well that's exactly, and then. For well, grandkids yeah. too, like it's going to be a different world for them as well, because it takes a lot to change what the norm is. Yeah. So I, I yeah, I find it. When I do, are we providers and harsh? Well, gosh, well guess what? The world is harsh. Mm. Um, we make the most of it, and you need to make the most mm. of it. And are we the providers? You could be, but you. Co-providers. Co-providers, exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? But it, it Who can be totally live on one free. wage anymore?
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Not after we're us talking about our two dollars <laughs> can of soft drink. What the hell? <laughs> <laughs> on special. <laughs> no. Fucking Bunnings, three dollars fifty for a snack. Now. Oh <laughs> fuck! What? No,
1: but no. I, I think it is, like you said, it's a very dated, very dated thought process or idea mm. around mm. Your mm. father, man.
0: Uh, he then goes on to say the only ones we can truly be vulnerable to is our wives. We can be the popper bear. We can tell our wives that we've had a bad day and we just need their company to get our equilibrium back. We can't do these things with our drinking buddies or fishing buddies. Our co-workers and clients don't want to hear our problems.
2: I'd agree with co-workers and clients don't hear problems. That's that's true. Um, but, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the, if the idea of having all your drinking or fishing buddies as ex, you know, this exclusive group you can't do anything else with, I think it's much more beyond that as well now. Mm. So you can do all sorts of things with groups of people and not necessarily be their best mates, like all the different organisations we talk about. Um, yeah, getting on the piss all the time with mates and not talking about problems isn't a great solution. Fishing is probably actually a good thing. It'd be great, wouldn't it? Yeah. Sit around all you're not talking. looking at each other in the eye, you're standing yeah. next to each other. For hours, you know, pre-catching nothing. Um, (laughs) Yeah. yeah, anything like me, yeah. Yeah. So, like, yep, definitely great to be vulnerable with the wife. But, you know, we always always recommend doing that also
0: with your mates. But how vulnerable... Like, I'd also like to know how vulnerable you... Like, how you think you're being vulnerable as well. Is being... What what does being vulnerable look like to you? Like, I go home and I'll just, like... If the missus is lying on the couch, I'll just lie down next to her and we'll just... Have like a five ten minute chat about the day, and if something's been shit, we talk about it, and it's usually kids' behaviour. But like we'll mm. we'll talk about it. That's I feel like that's vulnerable. Um, some people don't think that's like that's unheard of. Then you're mm. not like you're going home and like I've been I've been at work all day. Don't talk to me. In line. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. you know that's. But I I sort of disagree with the co-workers. It depends how close you are with your co-workers too. Like I'm. Very oh, you could close, have actually yeah. good mates. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you don't like. You don't even have to tell them about your problems. Talk just if you've got a good enough rapport with them and you talk to them all day, every day, like you, you can talk about anything and you're opening up. Mm. And you, you're naturally going to talk about your lives. It doesn't just have to be your problems. So. And you don't have to go into detail. Sometimes you just be like, yep, having a bad day
2: or it's a tough, tough time. Yeah, tough at yeah. home. Let's do something videos. fun. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I
1: agree with you, what you said, Nick, about the co workers. Mm. So like, well, your co workers, if you're out working, so much, yeah. For example, I mean, well, your co workers are the person that are people that you spend most of your day, yeah, with. exactly. Yeah. They should know you and they should know your emotions. And I wouldn't say emotions, but if you look off, I mean, naturally, I just go, Everything all right,
0: yeah. If, you, if you're if you close with your workmates, you should yeah. almost be able to see if they're having a crap day, oh, of course yeah, 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 yeah. Just, just from their sim- demeanor.
1: Oh, just a simple, and even if it is a simple, you're doing all right, as I said, probably nine times out of ten, most of them just go, Yep, all good, just not done mm. great. A simple comment to someone, and I know in the past where I've said that, yep, yeah, no, nah, yeah, doing it tough, just him, simply hearing them say, oh, well, you know where I am if you want to chat. Yeah, that's it. To know that you're like, know, okay, good, if I need to, I've got that person. You know what I mean? Be very different if I started going, "Hey, how's this new car that you want?" Oh man, my life at home! Holy <laughs> crap, mate! Are you sure you don't want to get this car and cry all over? You shouldn't be talking to your clients about it, okay? <laughs> they don't want to hear your problems. They want to, you know, hear it. But <laughs> you want to be talking to your mates.
0: Depends. I guess it does also depend on what industry you're in. Like if oh, your yeah. if your cl- way of selling something is by relating with your clients. Like if they're talking about, um, I can't afford. Can't afford whatever you're selling because the kids this week yeah. have, like, they've just, we've just had to outlay a heap of money for the sport this week. And you're like, you get talking about the sport. You're yeah. like, and the teams you like. And yeah. Almost opening up about anything is the biggest de stress you can have. Hey, like, if you, just in that exact situation, finding that common ground. Yeah.
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. boys, said to you, I walked in here and it's like, yep, today, it's Monday. Mm. Like it was, what a, what a day. But already, you know, just talking. Not even about the problems. Not even about it no. at all. It's just, yeah. it's talking. It's like, oh, it takes the stress off. It's a doesn't it? Little blip, you yeah. know, in time, it, it really means nothing, and it's like, what do you say here? Get your equilibrium back. Yeah. I
2: suppose though, if you're, yeah, if you're working, let's say you're building a house and your client, <laughs> this is someone who's just coming to have a look, and you start complaining about your problems, they're going to be like, what the <laughs> fuck's going on? Here? <laughs> That's right. I
1: mean. like, how's this new guy. I mean, the tears just drop right Why off. Why is this crying?
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, Oh, man, the wheels are coming off his life and the car. I go, oh, <laughs> Get me out of here. Oh. Yeah, I feel like um, just putting your problems into perspective just is a massive help yeah. um, and sharing your experiences with, with your co-workers and your friends and obviously your wife. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. True vul- vulnerability for me is also
2: just around honesty. So like you said, the, the detail doesn't always have to be there. You can have that, those detailed conversations with the partner, close mm. friends, but if someone asks that question, You see him off, are you okay? Mm. And if you're just honest, not really, but I'll get there. You know, I'm all right here if you need kind of thing. Yeah, That could be as simple as Mm. that's all you need for for a a quick um, little pick-me-up.
0: Definitely. Definitely. All right, so uh, next little segment was uh, we're blindsided by divorce, which is initiated by women in 80% of cases because we're out there working our balls off for the family. By the time we get home, we are just wanting to collapse after a 10 to 14-hour day, not have to work out if and why our spouses are unhappy. If our spouses won't communicate the problem, we don't go looking for a problem. This is, this is 100% where I switched off. I was like, okay, I have completely not related to this anymore um, because it, we've done a complete generational shift because mm. no one I know around my age gap Feels like talks like that, or feels Mm. like that. But it's—I'm not discounting it. I think that's how he was raised. That's how he sees the life, and probably his entire friends group sees the same thing as well. Mm. The statistic, first of all, eighty percent. I can't. Please stop with the statistics. (laughs) (laughs) I couldn't find that anywhere. Probably not true. (laughs) (laughs) Mm. It's like this is like the sixty percent of the time it works every time. (laughs) Statistic. It's just—it doesn't work. Um. You don't have to go looking for a problem. Like, I've recently seen a bloke go through a complete mental breakdown for things that he thought were he was at fault for at home, and then completely d- done a turnaround, gone to re- like gone and got support and help, um, done a done a one eighty, and now he's like got the best relationship with his wife and he's happy, and and it all came down to communication and vulnerability, like yeah, we were talking yeah, about before. Yeah, So maybe that's the thing with the the older generation are struggling to have meaningful communication with the wife. Like, yeah, you you talk about your day and stuff, but like, are you getting to the? You don't have to go looking for a problem. Who goes looking for a problem? Like, talk about your day. Talk about what's up. Like, what's upsetting you? Like, what's what's wrong with doing the the three questions we were talking about the other week? Asking the kids after school. What was something, that, was something good that happened today? What was mm. something that bad that happened today? Like what can I do anything to, to cheer you up? Can I do anything to make your day better? There's three questions already that like you can talk for a half an hour with your missus straight up. Yeah.
1: Look, don't get me wrong. I get it. Uh, 10, 14-hour day. You that's what? a long yeah, day. That's a fucking long it, day. It, <laughs> it is a massive day. The comment, um, you know, like about the, the last little bit, not not have to work out if and why our spouses are unhappy. Mm. Well, then to me, that's just a big breakdown in the communication. Yeah. And again, like not just verbal communication, obviously those physical signs that we pick up. Mm. I mean, you can walk in and see someone having, you know, like our partners, I bet you all three of us could walk in at home and go, "Hmm, you've had a shit day. Mm. And it's just like.
0: Usually it's distance, isn't it? Yeah. Straight up you, they don't oh. want, they don't really want anything to do with you um, affectionate wise. Not sex or anything, but like just Yeah, yeah. They just, just want to keep their distance because yeah. they just want, they want to curl they're up off in their space. Yeah, yeah. They're off yeah.
1: yeah. Get off. Oh, then stop that. You can just see but too like in their reaction, a little snap at, like
0: Yeah. Things hmm. are a bit snappy. Oh, you yeah, know, look, yeah, all the, but all those little
1: <laughs> things, I mean, yeah, you've got to obviously yes, maybe you are tired after that, but you've got to find that time. Regardless, to be yeah. able to communicate and spend time with, with that spouse. Um, yeah, that's a
2: good point. It doesn't have to be after that day, but it can be like, all right, you say, you, you know, I yeah. can tell you're unhappy. Let's just you know make some time to talk about it at yeah. some point when we're not you know exhausted. Yeah, yeah. good point.
0: Yeah, I did speak to a uh, a mum today about this this thing, and um, she read it as well, and she's like, she's saying the same sort of stuff we are. Like, no judgment. It's that's just that sort of generation how they feel and. New generation sort of feels a bit different That's I and mean, that's okay. Um, but she did a, she did make a point of saying after a 10 to 14-hour day, yep, I get it, you've had a really long day, but staying home with a kid or two or three is no fucking walk mm. in the park. That's a 10, 14-hour full-time mm. job as well. Exactly. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. when you get home, yeah, I get you want that space and quiet, but I want that too, so... Got to, yeah, yeah. You've got to be understanding of that, and
1: you've got to be able. Well, you've got compromise to compromise a bit. You've got to be able to communicate earlier. Yeah, to say that, hey, or like on the way home, we've all got fucking mobile phones now. Mm. They're constantly attached to us. Before I even leaving the office or whatever, I've had a bad day. I'm gonna need some time when I get home. Mm. Yep, and then a re, like the the response could be no problem, or it could be I've had a shit day too. Yeah, so it's like. Okay, well, what can we do? Let's have a shower
2: together.
0: Do we go, what? (laughs) Get get through this next couple of hours (laughs) together as opposed to separately. Yes,
1: and then go, cool. Or if you've got two kids, it's like, all right, I'll take one, you tackle the other kind of thing, you know, and it does. It lightens that load.
2: Like I said, communication. Correct, yep.
1: Anyway, what's this next section that they had there?
0: So finally finishes off with, so when men lose that family and lose our spouses, we don't do so well. Women build up networks of other women through raising of children, and they end up supporting each other when a divorce happens. Men just drop off a cliff.
2: I understand the sentiment around like women having bigger networks, um, maybe just because they're more involved in, you know, different yeah French friends going through the similar things when they're um, you know involved more with communities and schools and things like that. So, but there's no doubt that they probably have more more larger networks, but that's. Once again, a shift where men now are encouraged to still have those. Yeah. Maybe in the past they didn't. And we've spoken a lot in the past around how those. it's easy for those relationships and communities to drop off when you're a dad, young dad in particular, yeah. when you don't put some time into them. Mm-hmm. Um, so I do understand that but I, I, I don't know. Uh, when yeah. men go through a divorce, it's equally as hard for the women as well. It's not just saying it's harder for men or anything yeah, like right. that.
0: I think it's just so important. Why? And this is something we've drummed up as well. We need support networks. We ask every guest that comes in, who's your support mm. network? Like what, do you, what does your support network look like? Blokes need it too. And like this generation we've got um, we've got dads who are, let's say in quotations, dragged along to parties and dragged along to school drop-off and stuff. It's not. That's a that's a way for us to meet other dads mm. as well. Like, and do you know what's fucking awesome? When your kid is friends with a kid, you meet the parents and you get along well with the yeah. parents. Because how satisfying. often, yeah, how often do you meet the other parents and you're just like, oh, this is fucking awkward. Because <laughs> they're just not the same person as yeah, yeah. you. They're just not the same and person. There's, a, there's a lot of them, but then there yeah. are the good ones. And then yeah. you've got the good yeah. ones, and you catch up all the time. There yeah. and you, like we've got a couple of those now, and it came from both parents being active in the kids' like school drop-offs and pickups. Um, Birthday parties, going to birthday parties, and like forcing yourself sometimes, even when you don't want to. But I've got mates who I met through the wife or the kid, mm. like who who. Why isn't that a an option for this gentleman? Like mm. maybe that. It, like it it is obviously not as it wasn't like that twenty years ago as much. But I, men just shouldn't just drop off a cliff. No, like it's no. we should have enough of a support network to to. Lean on. Yeah, and, and like like happens. we're
2: saying with this, you know, it takes effort to yep. have that communication. Takes effort to maintain those mm. friendships or to build new ones, like you're saying. Yeah, and it's it's super important to continue to do.
1: I think it also comes down to those the, that last two lines were essentially that we just read mm. shows me a lot about how this particular person deals with. I'll say problems, you know, or things going on in his life. Hmm. People grieve and deal with problems very differently, yeah. even with inside a relationship. So maybe his option is to shut down and disappear. And that's his little way of getting in that hole. The problem is you jump in a hole to escape. Yeah. You need to make sure you've got a ladder or yes. a rope coming down to pull you out when you know you need that help out. Or vice versa. Sometimes we lose that side of where that ladder and stuff is. So you need that support, whether it's just one friend, yeah, mm. to pull you down or pull you out. You know what I mean? Like, I'm sure this. I'm sure this guy would have had someone in that fishing club or that pub, yeah. where he could have gone. Fuck me, mate. I need help.
0: Also, like, I know my dad's sort of generation, which I think might be similar to this guy's generation. Yeah. Like, if you your mates might not want to talk about your problems as such, but you can almost guarantee that there's going to be one, like you say, one bloke out of that whole group that if you reach out for help, mm. he's going to fucking help you. Or oh. has been through a similar a thing. Yeah, yeah oh, Of yeah. course. Totally. Yeah. So So never be too afraid to ask for help.
1: No. Oh, look, what's the worst thing? I mean, it sounds like you're going, off going through a fucking pretty shit thing. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Asking for some help and people, well, if you don't know how to help, what do we say? It's like, mate, I don't know, how, but let's talk. Let's I'll listen. Mm -hmm.
2: Yeah. So I've been impressed lately. I've had a few mates going through (coughs) uh, divorces and separations and all those types of things and hearing their perspectives on it and they're obviously dads similar age to us, our generation, very different perspective and approach to this type of thing Um, and I've just been so impressed in the way that, yeah, majority of them really have kind of gone through that and handled it and Mm. there's a few things they've done along the way to to ground themselves and to make sure that, you know, that they they realise, yeah, it's going to be a shit time, a rough time, but they'll get through it. Um, First and foremost, you know, yeah, most of the guys that I talk to are just always just thinking about the kids first. That is just the most important thing. The continuity, they're doing heaps of research, they're reading books and they're talking to experts around what is the best way to ensure the kids are being informed about what's happening and what's going on. Uh, And also just thinking about, uh, making sure that they're treated with respect and also like like they are, like little adults kind of thing because, you know, they're smarter than you think. Yeah. Um, so that's always a big thing that, you know, uh, I've been told that, you know, really makes a difference. And obviously that has to come from both parents and they've got to be kind of telling similar stories as yeah. well, which I know can be difficult. Um, obviously they always they've spoken about the fact that, you know, just kind of knuckle down, get it done as quickly so you can just move on. Yeah. So obviously there's a lot that needs to happen but, um, you know, dragging it out is, is obviously the last thing that anyone wants. Not good for anyone. Um, the next, next couple as well kind of like coincide with each other but essentially it's like finding this place of your own that you can really just enjoy and just make, you know, start to make that – Life and bring your life kind of uh, back on track or or just enjoy having your space. That is not, you know, a shared spot either. And also that's really important um, for the kids to obviously, yes, you need to be set up there but then the kids are going to have their own space as well um, for when they're going to stay with the different parents. Um, and I've also heard a lot of mates talk about this idea of um, – when they have their kids, obviously, you know, they shared custody. They are just completely present. They are planning out everything that they're going to be doing with them. They're planning out all the different meals. They're just having. They're just really super organized because they're all they have to be. But also, they know that that's that's a really precious time. Yeah. Um, that they're gonna, you know, not waste a minute. Essentially, so um, once again, that's a really nice sentiment of this idea of just stopping everything else that's going on around you and just yeah, really focusing on great. it. That's mm-hmm. great. And obviously, a lot of these more like bit younger kids as well. So yeah. it's still kind of, um, you know, making sure that they're okay through it. Um, it would but be
0: completely different with like older kids. Yeah, the, uh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. yeah. These ones are the generally pretty, pretty exactly. Shit as Exactly. Well. Yeah,
1: yeah. I think it's also hearing that story about having those older children. I think there's a lot of probably generation just older than us, you know, maybe not that, maybe not the next generation up, but they've waited until the kids are old enough. Mm. And, you know, but like, and I look at that, I'm like, you so you waited like eighteen years. And it's a long time to be all, unhappy. Mm. Yeah. To what? Yet yeah, you could have still provided absolutely everything for these kids and still been a good partner. Because you're still you're with that person regardless for the rest of the yeah, rest yeah. of your life because yeah. yeah. you've got kids together. Just in a different way. Exactly. Yeah. So you need to figure it out. Yeah. So yeah. I think I think it's like that very second point, get it done as quickly as possible. Mm. Yeah. Right.
2: Uh, and then the other the other two are just really around this idea of you know like we've spoken about earlier that support network um, uh, when it's when you're ready to share that information as much or as little as you want um, but just regardless just ensuring some of those regular catch ups mm-hmm. um, that's definitely something that I've um, been told is is so important yep. and then finally as well um, keeping that kind of you, you met your mind on track and that that positivity as well making the most of some of that alone time and investing mm. in your physical health as well as your mental so I if you it. if you if your network's going to be really supporting your mental health um, getting out there and being physical in that in that spare time that you've got to um, to really make sure that you know you're, you're firing on all cylinders as well mm. so that's just some few things that I've been told for some mates and it's really um I've just been really impressed by yeah, as mentioned how they've gone through that whole process Yeah, that's amazing
1: I love how that like you said, in your stories and some like of this at the very first point, kids first. I think it's just probably, you know, like like you said, Nick at the start, like we have no real experience in this at all apart yep. from hearing stories and seeing, you know, friends or whatever. But it should be, and I know it would probably be tough in situations, but just ensuring those kids are first, yep. know that they are still safe, that they're still loved, that, you know, like in this in this. What's going on in their little world too? Our world might f- be falling apart. Like, could you imagine their little world? Yeah. 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 So, yeah, I think it's great that
0: it's so good. put the kids first. If that, yeah, if that's any any message you got out of this whole chat, mm. that's it. Because yeah. yeah, we're not relationship experts. We're not fatherhood experts. No. Um, we just share experiences and uh, those of others who have done it well. So, mm. one thing that I was going to add in at the end there, um, that I thought when I was thinking like thinking about this. This post, look for it. Like, if you're a man who's gone through a divorce, this is what I'd be doing. I'd be looking for a bloke who's absolutely nailed life after divorce. And I'd be asked, I'd be picking his brain. How'd you do it? Mm. How'd you get out of the rut? How did you improve? Like, how are you there for the kids? I'd just be getting, clinging onto that bloke as like a mentor. Mm. Also, Going for beers and, <laughs> and fishing, and fishing.
2: <laughs> oh no, yeah! But if you if you listen to this and you know someone or yourself have gone through it, please yep. reach out and let us know your experience. And if any of that resonate with you, or if your story was different, yep. more than more than uh, keen to hear what that uh, journey was as well and how you kind of navigated that.
0: Love to hear it. Well, that's the chew. That was a very deep chew. Mm. That was a very like there was lots of chewing involved. Like the back
2: of the teeth. Yeah, that was. <laughs>
0: You might even say we were chewing with our wisdom teeth. Uh, (laughs)
2: All right, wrap up the pod. We've done it. (laughs) Episode 111.
1: No wonder I feel so dumb all the time. I've had mine taken (laughs) in.
0: Right, now it is time, boys, for one of my favourite things that we do, that we've started doing, and it's shootout. So where we just... Get two dads, pit them against each other and see what their knowledge is on absolute garbage and see who can name the most things on one topic. That's the best thing I could come up with for Let's that. Let's do it. Done. Okay, okay so Halloween-related, there's a number of chocolates that come in a box of favourites oh. and a box of celebrations. We'll start with the favourites because I want to see how many you can name. There's <laughs> who 11,
2: knows the difference between these? There's
0: 11 in total. And In the favourites. If you get all the favourites, we'll move on to... Actually, no. Nah, we'll go... I'll go both. I'll, I won't be a dick.
2: <laughs> no, no. Make it hard. Fuck it.
0: Okay, fuck it. We go on favourites first. Okay.
2: are the favourites again?
0: <laughs> Cadbury favourites. All right, all right. So yep. think of anything Cadbury. <laughs> okay. Okay. We don't have a ticker cl- time clock yet or a dinger for the correct answers. I'll get there. I promise. Ding. All right. Cam, all right. as the carrier, of the champ, you're going to start... Music. <laughs> yeah, from the live episode. He smashed me. Oh, okay. I'll go dream. Dream is correct. Ding. Dairy milk. Ding. Caramello. Ding. Cherry rot? Ding. Twix. Uh, no. Crunchy. Oh, yep. Yeah, ding. How many more can you name, Dave? Uh, Just to really stab the, the sword, the blade in further. Morrow. Ding. There is... Morrow. Yeah, Morrow's one. <laughs> Turkish Delight. Ding, and there's one more. I think you said Turkish Delight. Boost. is, yep. Yeah. There's actually, there's two more. Oh, I think 70-year-old. Uh, oh, Old Gold. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> it's, I mean, the ones, they're it's the
1: ones I give to the kids They're the school. ones that are always <laughs> left in the bottom of the box. <laughs> no, they're the ones I give out first. I'm like, awesome. oh, I like this one. Like, well, well I'm lucky, mate. All
0: right, and there's <laughs> one okay. more if you can name it. Maccas. Uh, Oh, yeah. Uh, flake. Done. That's, oh, that's the yeah. eleven. How did it get the- <laughs> Bang. So, all right, uh, we got a choccy expert over here. Yeah, cho- <laughs> Dave the chocky expert. Hold Love. up,
1: hold up. You, you all know my profession, right? <laughs> I mean, I don't know how long I need to tell my students for in my class that I like beer and Irish whiskey, but it still doesn't matter. <laughs> Merry Christmas. Here's a box of chocolates. Oh,
0: I'm glad we went favourites because looking at the, the list of celebrations, I think you may have only got half a list. Mini Bounty. Oh, so it's Bounty, Mars, Milky Way. Yep, good. Snickers. Snickers.
1: And you've got. M&M's? No. No. Malteser?
0: Yep. There's 10. You've got five more.
1: Then you've got that, the caramello, whatever, galaxy.
0: Galaxy, yep. So that's, yep. There's. Yep. Isn't there two galaxies? Three types of galaxy. Oh, three types, is there?
1: So the caramel one.
0: Yep. The Milky
1: Way style one. Yep. Whatever it is, yep. And then I don't know what the other
0: like. truffle, truffle. And then there's one called Topic, which I never would have got. Topic, yeah. what? Anyway, fucking stupid. I think that's a good shootout, for though. For me, well it's unda- always going to be Boost and Morrow left yeah. at, the, <laughs> right, at the very bottom. <laughs> <laughs> I can, old, I can old deal old. with Boost, but Morrow's just not. That, Morrow's on par with Old goal for me, <laughs> <laughs> definitely. Like so, I know it's a Mars bar, but it's not. Yeah, it's Come not. On. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. All right, so... Uh, what do you yeah. got, Camo?
2: Twice can in kangaroos The dreaded I need to use the loo And all other things just want to do This is the Shit Dad Review The uh-oh dad, I think it did a poo At least we know where is the loo Running amok with Dad now too This is the Shit Dad Review This is the Shit Dad Review This is the Shit Dad Review uh, Daddy Review, so obviously, uh, you know, each week we take turns reviewing a, reviewing a family-friendly location with an unnecessary and probably pointless review. Uh, and we do this to help dads find a good family day out. Now, I was really lazy this week and I just found someone else's <laughs> review that I agreed with. Um, so this is for an awesome cafe in West End in Brizzy called Huga. Huga. Which is a Spanish word, J U. G A R. Okay. What's, it mean? What's it mean? I think it means play. Okay. Mm, I'm gonna Google it. Let's have a look.
0: Huger. Could, it could also be like a um like a sex shop as well.
2: Pull
1: that.
0: Yeah. Pull that big guns there.
2: Yeah. Huger. To play or to gamble. There you go. Good oh, that's. <laughs> Very father-friendly. <laughs> well, after this review, I'll tell you my story about it. And maybe just to oh, have you been there? Yeah. Oh, awesome. But this is, uh, this is uh, one of those places where once there's a, only a handful of them in any city. Yeah. Once you find it, you're like, well, you've been all my life. Oh, really? Because it's one of those places you go in and it's got an entire glass room to, for the kids to play in so you can see them. But they can't get out. That's and a it's game got changer. playgrounds and kid uh, pl- toys and all sorts of different wow. things. It's massive. While well, you can sit there, because as we know, when you become a parent, mm-hmm. going out for breakfast becomes a thing of the past. It's, it's hard. Not very enjoyable. Mm. Um, you can't really enjoy your or you know, talk to anyone or enjoy your meal or anything.
0: So leaving um, the house with kids
2: becomes
1: very yeah, unenjoyable. Yeah, unless <laughs> yeah, unless <he's, laughs> you, yeah. you do
0: like, the whole throw it. the iPad at them thing, yeah. and then yeah, you, you feel yeah. like a jerk for being a like. Like, yeah. If you do it too often that And is, it doesn't uh, last no, that long. It doesn't. Yeah. No. And I'm with the new guy, we're
2: going through all these, you know, this he's eight months now and he's just started crawling Not and saying he you. started pulling himself mm. up and it reminds you of all those stages they go through of when you're holding them, oh that's right, that's when they pull your hair and pull your glasses off your face and yeah, just yeah, yeah. you know, if they're sitting your on your lap, they're gonna hang knock your coffee yeah. all over yeah. you, all that kind of thing.
0: Has he has he started pulling your chest there that holds out that comes out the top of your shirt?
2: No, he's gone for the mullet. Oh the mullet. Yeah.
0: Oh which is I didn't realise it
2: would be such a, a hazard, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not getting rid of it. Um, so right, anyway, this guy, um, we'll call him Blake, he has uh, reviewed four stars out of five, but I'm like, eh, I think he, he's, he stuffed up some of the scores at the end, mm-hmm. so we'll explain that. Mm-hmm. We'll Essentially he system. says, uh, for a family evening, I don't know if we're talking about evening, because mm. you go there for brekkie, but um, for a family evening enjoying a night out, it's challenging. Hugar is a refreshing change from the local pub. The indoor playground and facilities for the kids are excellent. and We had an amazing time between mouthfuls playing with other children at their venue. The service staff are excellent. Blah 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 blah. They serve paella, paella, because mm-hmm. that's obviously Spanish. Um, and yeah, breakfast, lunch, dinner, and they've got booze at night, which is always fun. So, serving sizes he wasn't too happy with. He mm. maybe big know, boy, yeah, Needs he's a, a bit feed. hungry. Big dog I wanted got them to, to be a bit bigger, but they were good mm-hmm. enough for the uh, for the kiddos. Um, and he says, yeah, very similar to suburban ta- taverns. Spanish and Mexican music is gr- a great addition. Overall, very happy. Kid friendliness. The playground is indoors and well looked after. Food, five out of four. Service, five out of five. Atmosphere, five out of
0: three. <laughs> so already he's got a flawed scoring system.
2: <laughs> yeah. But yeah. A good review. He gave it four stars, but he gave it over for everything else. But anyway, um, I agree with you, Blake, because uh, it's, it's a pretty bloody awesome find.
1: It is actually, yeah, really good. But my story is I understand why it's like the gamble. (laughs) Because we took uh, Isla. I don't know how old she was, maybe two and a bit. Trace was like close to being, like to popping. I reckon she was eight months with Heidi. We went there for brekkie, thought, oh, this is great, we'll do it. She was inside. She was the most careful, cautious kid ever. I would never do anything crazy. But there's like a, a... a kid's second story Little climb up malaria. Mm. area She stood at the top Of the ladder Now we are watching Like what, And she decided to jump And land And I'm like Whoa whoa Couldn't you climb down Half the ladder first No. Nah. Anyway Ankle just blew up Straight away oh. And I was like Oh cool And then she's like Crying every- I'm like my meal's just coming out. <laughs> like, Should I, I eat this a, and then get uh, a... oh, oh try to get ice on this, stuff like this. Garcon, can we have some ice <laughs> over here?
2: But it was Put def- some paella on her
1: ankle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, anyway, so it was like, yep, hospital trip. With, oh. Yep, And she only wanted mum at that time, but then they at the hospital saw her and during COVID and was like, get out. Yeah. And right. like, where's dad? Get out. And it was like, all whisking and stuff like this. But yeah, anyway, so it is a gamble if your kid decides to be really um, adventurous that yeah. day when they're not.
2: That is true because, you know, as, as mentioned, you can see the glass, through the mm. glass but you can't get to them. Mm. So it's like, oh, it
0: does Mrs Bouvier, <laughs> don't <laughs> jump. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh,
0: oh, oh well, awesome thank boys. you,
1: this person called Blake.
0: Now it's time for Shit Dad's Story of the Week. Yeah. <laughs>
1: All right, so this one was sent in from Kirk. It says, well, yesterday me, me, Mr. Six, was playing sock on switch. We both was going hard. Mr. Six didn't (laughs) like it,
0: what yeah. accent is you gave it? You gave the accent a red old crack.
1: I don't know what it was. It's just me trying to read it with no punctuation. <laughs> Mr Six did a fly kick and ended up on the floor, then tried to get back up and came over towards me to get up for some reason. I didn't notice and I gave a good whack at the ball and accidentally walking him in the head with my foot. That's well, not how we... We maybe whacking me. Anyway. Took, him a couple, took his a couple of seconds to realise, then bored his eye out. After grabbing him and giving him a cuddle to calm him down, I check his head and (laughs) Teresa, a lovely purple blue egg on his forehead... Smack-in-the-face emoji. I felt so <laughs> shit. Teresa's the lovely <laughs> and then I check his head. And there's. There is. There's, there's, yeah, a, there's a lovely
0: there's, problem. A, there's a. All right, the a, grammar Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> I read it as is, okay? <laughs> you, I read it Dave as is. just reads the teleprompter. <laughs> hey, I wasn't putting it in. Thanks, Kirk. That's a cracker, mate. Really appreciate it. And if anyone else has a Shit Dad story they want to send in, send it through to at shitdadpod at gmail.com. We always love hearing them. Uh, The less punctuation, the better. Um, (laughs) Challenge us. My shit dad story this week, I have just got the shits and I'm finally over my four, six and eight-year-old just leaving stuff on the ground everywhere. Mm -hmm. Mm. Upstairs, downstairs, outside, in the car. It's not happening anymore. Daddy's putting his foot down. I've got the broom.
1: Mm.
0: I don't hit him with it. I sweep everything into the middle of the room. And then I say, you've got 15 minutes to pack anything you want or it's going in the bin. So that now we've got a pile. So me and Cam, when we each travelled in England, we had a pile. It was usually for dirty dishes and old newspapers <laughs> and stuff like that. Um, it grew over time. It grew. Yeah. It got bigger and bigger until we just realised we couldn't live like that anymore. Then we moved out. Yeah. <laughs> but something similar. I was like, I'm going to adapt the pile. So uh, they get 15 minutes and anything that isn't picked up gets put in a box. They they think it's going in the bin, um, but the box is what do I call it? It's the um, the surprise box, and I've started an earn back scheme. Mm. So anytime they show any good behaviour or they get a reward for something, um, I'm gonna let them go to the, the surprise box and pick out one of their toys back. That is great. Mm.
2: That is you, your reward is giving them back their own stuff. Yeah. But they're earning it back.
0: Yeah. How good. Yeah. So I'm I'm really f- gonna embrace it. Now yeah, this
2: is one of those things you've like, you're, all, you're on the same page with your wife. Like, yes, she's definitely, on board. Yep. Yeah, yeah. She, she saw work.
0: the yeah. She saw the box today. Yeah, and she's like, "What was in that? Was that just an empty box?" I was like, "Don't worry, what was?" <laughs> but yes, it was an empty <laughs> box in the garage. <laughs> it had to be a see-through one as well, so they can see all their shit oh, that they've left yes. on the floor. Yeah, yeah, yeah And yeah. they're like, "Oh, I want bit that of a place. teaser." Yeah, yeah, yeah,
2: have it up high. Yeah,
1: I did mine. I start putting the things on the fridge. Oh, yeah. And then I realized how dirty the top of the fridge was. I was like, oh, and no, I need a new spot because I wasn't cleaning the top of the fridge.
2: <laughs> Daddy, and these toys are dusty. Oh, that's so good. <laughs> Daddy, I'm wheezing. All <laughs> <laughs> well, the dust. Two walls is not enough. Um, that's great, mate. I might have to try that. Mm,
0: let me know how you go. Yeah. Yeah. It's promising.
2: Uh, I've got one. So. This weekend just passed. My wife was in Sydney for a hen's hen's weekend by herself. I had all three kids by myself. And by myself, I mean, there was one day where the in-laws were there, the next day my parents were there. (laughs) But, like, they came and went. I did did the overnights and everything. Luckily, it was all pretty much... eh? Yeah, exactly. It was all pretty much smooth sailing, you know. Only... Like the new guy only fell off the bed once onto the rug and hit his ah. head, so it's fine. You know, yep. he's learning. Um, but my shit dad moment comes from a friend of a friend. I had a great story this week and I had to had to share it. So she uh, she went away for a, a work um, work evening, came home into the, the night, um, like not super late. Uh, her one year old daughter was still awake and playing with the TV remote, and she said to her husband. There's no batteries in that, is there? And he said, no, 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 all sorted, like took them out. They're over here.
0: Batteries and in the TV,
2: remember? Well, yeah, that's one. right. Yeah, yeah exactly. You yeah. <laughs> said yeah. in front of <laughs> Really are you just <laughs> And so, you know, she said, wait a minute, are you sure? He's, and she looked and Yep, the batteries, were, he'd taken them out of the remote. And then she looked harder at the, the daughter and here she is, something in her mouth. Goes over, fishes out, a AAA battery. Oh, <laughs> she's like, what is this? And he's like, oh, well, I put them over here on the couch where she could crawl and get them. Right. So hot tip, if you're going to take the batteries out of the remote, awesome. Like there's a start, but maybe just put them up high. Put them in your so pocket. Bad. Yeah, put them somewhere <laughs> where they can't so get awful. them. So, so she's fine. but yeah, She almost
1: that's a good news story. But yeah. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, that is, that's scary. <laughs> Which is probably a good segue to come into my story, and I've titled it Scary Santa. So we just on the weekend have um, the family Christmas shoot. Um, obviously get her ready for the cards and whatnot. Um, all going well. We're out there, did our family thing. She has a Santa that comes. Not fully kitted up. Unreal, better than some of the Westfield Santas. So he sneaks in behind in the photo. And then we get one as a family with Santa behind. So we put Miss Four there. She's all aware. Anyway, 18-month-old. Um, gave Santa a couple of concerning looks while we were waiting for photos, but put her down, conf- just distracted her with the books. Next minute, like, looks up over her shoulder, and there's Santa, like, over the top, like, just in the photo, like, just <laughs> trying to lean in for the photos. And. Fucking lost it. (laughs) I'm talking, like, inconsolable for the rest of the photo shoot. So I just turned into Miss Florentina for the rest of the show. You tried to do the right thing. Sneaker in. Yeah. So close. Look, the good thing is it's just a short, it's like a mini session kind of thing. Just come, get your, you know, she probably would have taken about 100 photos in that whatever time. But we're just sitting there going, Oh, fuck. We've just scarred our 18-month-old
0: Santa's coming. Ah! <laughs> he only comes when you're sleeping.
1: <laughs> yeah, standing over the top of your bed. Ah! So, yeah, we've um, scared the shit out of our
2: 18-month-old yeah, wow. That's good. That's mm. good. I reckon it yeah. takes a good... Until they're about three or four. till they yeah. actually understand and like Santa, right? Oh, mm. look. Yeah. I just
1: think... I'm just looking at the positive. It's just less presence so Santa needs to... Yeah. 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 yeah.
2: Don't worry. He's not coming for you. Phew. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: You, you don't believe, uh, well, you don't receive. Uh, well, uh, it's all good. <laughs> oh, that's oh. some
0: cracking shit-daddery this week, boys. I will absolutely love that. Um, I think it's time to wrap up another belter of an episode. Um, unless anyone else has some shit-daddery they'd like to share. No? Okay. Well, we're, we're going to finish off this week as we have been lately with a <laughs> shit-dad quote of the week. Um, and I saw this one and I thought it was very relative to what we've been talking about. Um, a father's love and guidance shape the future of his children, creating a legacy that spans for generations. Very similar to what we've been talking about mm. because we you, you want to reflect the change that you want to see in your kids. You want to be that change, um, change the family cycle. So I came up with a little bit of a challenge, sent it to you boys, the Savo, uh, to get your, your three. Um, so basically... Um, I've written down three values that you're actively trying to ingrain in your kids. Uh, and I've come up with communication, resilience and forgiveness. So just a quick explanation on that. I just want to see, my, I want my kids to see me showing these values um, in the relationship, dealing with them and just social interaction. So they see that with when I go to school as well. So um, communication, I, I never want a communication breakdown in the, the relationship. I always want them to see us, even if we are a bit heated, I want them to see that we're talking um, and like resolving problems. Um, resilience, if, if something's not going right, I've always tried to get that sort of snap it out of them. You know how they mm. hit that meltdown mm. point where things aren't going great and they look like they're spiralling? Just I have to stop them and like, all right, I try and put it in perspective for them so even if we just have a 5 minute chat and they're not really li- they're not listening i'm just trying to talk to them and calm them down and yeah. then yeah and I, I need that resilience i need them to not get angry about something not working on the ipad or like or right, how are we going to fix it like, you know and yeah, just, yeah, we yeah. really talk about it mm-hmm. and um and forgiveness obviously if um, cuz being a fiery bloke i i snap sometimes especially after a couple of night shifts that if they're busy nights or whatever um, it's very easy for me to lose my patience. I never lash out at them. However, I do I do yell. I do smack sometimes. and I always it doesn't matter what we've done or how um, heated the argument's been. Um, I always try and catch myself or at least get the missus to tell me if I'm having mm. a stand- up argument with an eight year old because it never fucking works. <laughs> but
2: That's the, it snaps it back into perspective. Yeah. Once yeah. you snap
0: yourself back into perspective or get it get snapped back into perspective, it's nice to sit the kid down. I always bring him in for a cuddle and mm, that's mm-hmm. the forgiveness. I, I want them to, yep, we've had a fight, put it in the past, it's done. Mm, yeah,
2: That's great. Mm. My kids have already started rolling their eyes when I say, come here, I just want to have a chat to you. <laughs> oh, here we go. Here we go. Miss Four
0: goes, oh, fine. That's her thing now. Oh, fine.
2: <laughs> okay. Get down on their level. Come on over. Oh. No, those are great, mate. I know um, Curiosity. So I really want the kids to think about... They're not going to understand everything in life Mm. and there's no reason why they can't figure things out and go in search of different uh, answers and educate themselves and um, really want them to think about things in different ways and not just accept things as they are. Critical thinking and stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Honesty being an important one as well, just thinking about like we were talking about earlier being Vulnerable talking to each other, that communication, like you mentioned, Nick. Yeah. Just thinking about uh, if if our family aren't honest with each other, then, then you know things don't work. So, I need to make sure that's really clear. Mm-hmm. And then finally, courage I want them to have courage to try new things and to say yes to things that they may be scared of and that are sure about. Yeah, but okay. Really, just having a go kind of mentality. Um, courage to do The right thing when it's hard or when you know their friends aren't mm. that type of thing, so that's what I like to instill into them. And, and hopefully, we can, um, yeah, if you get one of them, we'll be doing all right, yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> oh, mate, <laughs> knowing you as long as I've known you, those three things mm. and your explanation of them are a direct reflection of you, like this whole time, yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's 100%. fair play, man.
1: So, I think it's when you said three, is it's they're obviously very it's a very difficult thing to go, oh, what three? Yeah. Do you know yeah, what I mean? Because like, yeah. you think of heaps of them mm, on you know? yeah. like, all of them. I'm looking at all these ones that you guys have here as well and I'm like, yeah, definitely, 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 you know. Um, I actually I actually spoke to the the missus before this and I said, you know, like what three things do you reckon we're trying to really, you know, instill in our kids? And what we came up with these ones together and Honesty was our first one, you know, being honest about it. Um, big at the moment the four-year-old obviously, you know, Oh, I didn't do it. Or, you know, like, yeah, yeah. why is your sister crying? I don't know.
0: Like, she fell. Yeah. And I'm like, <laughs> no, just tell us,
1: you know what I mean? Let's not make it worse. But it also yeah. being honest to, um, like you said, in the relationship, in the family about it all, mm. um, being honest when you don't like things. So being honest enough to, I guess, come back to your courage as well that you in, yeah, but to say, I don't like this. Yeah, Let's stop it kind of thing. Um, kindness. I really want my girls um, to be kind. I see it far too much that this world is becoming unkind. Mm. Um, now, I'm not saying that, that that means you have to be really kind to absolutely everyone because there's going to be times you don't. But just showing kindness in everything that you do. Um, but especially for my for my little girls, I want them to be kind to themselves. Mm. Raising two girls is a fucking scary thing mm. in, this, in this world. Um, but for them to be kind to themselves because there is too many things outside that... Can influence them yeah. to not be kind to themselves, so I really want them to be kind to themselves, um, but to have respect, and it, it kind of leads into the respect for everything that they do, um, but also kind of make sure that they get respect. Yeah. I want them to to be known that it's important that they are respected yeah. as, the as a person, worth. yeah, Definitely. yeah, and then you know because that that's what it is be be respectful of themselves, you know, respect everything that you do. I think a, that's a really big one. Um, so yeah, for my two little girls it's yeah, just honesty, kindness and respect.
0: That's brilliant, mate. Mm. What a way to finish the episode. Mm.
2: Mm. Send us yours as well. Definitely. What are your what are your three things that you want to ensure that your kids are going to be ingrained with?
0: And we won't even share it. Like it it'd be yeah. great just to hear a few people's different um values mm. and um because that way it also keeps you accountable. Definitely. <laughs> Yeah, and it forces you to think about it because yeah.
2: you don't often do that. You're yeah. like, oh, I just want them to be like, you know, top notch.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know,
2: good, good, <laughs>
0: good bloke, you know.
1: <laughs> oh. I said like, no, you know my first three words? Like I get my, well, oh, my one-year-old doesn't do it yet, but my four year old I tell them, so I'll say, hey, don't forget, you're strong, you're smart and you're beautiful. Mm. And she does the action. She goes strong, the muscles, smart, she points to her brain and beautiful. She does the sign language for beautiful and stuff like this. But to me like as well, like it's like, well, no, it's not just about being physically strong. It's about yeah, being yeah. mentally strong, smart. Yes, I want you to use you know what you've got. And beautiful doesn't necessarily mean you have to look beautiful. Yeah, yeah, so are you beautiful as a person? Yeah. And do you show your beauty, you know, through your actions? So nice. I think that was a big one. But no, like I said, there are so many out there yeah. that we want. And as dads too, if we can actually, you said, can I just get one and make our generation, our, our kids' next generation to build we're, we're gonna mm. we're gonna set up our world for something something
2: good. Definitely, I think we should come up with three for each other as well. But like taking the piss. Yeah, <laughs> 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 we'll work on that one for sure. It's next week next week's project. Yeah. So yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, I hope everyone has a good think about how they're going to be one percent better for the next week um, as a dad and a person after listening to that episode. But thank you once again for joining us for another busy week in fatherhood. We'll be in your ears again this time next week. Have a great week, everyone, for the kids.